1: All right, guys, welcome back to the Establish the Pass podcast, presented by Clutch Points. I'm your host, White Bubble, with me as always, co-host Dylan Reagan. We're back here to make our picks for Week Nine in the NFL season, and uh, let's jump right in, Dylan, because uh, two teams you and I um, have talked about a lot, and uh, that is the Titans at the Rams. Are going to be our game of the week, as we we always start with that one. Um, we'll get to our betting locks, upsets, and quick picks uh, coming up, but. The game of the week, not maybe as appealing as it was before with Derrick Henry out uh, for a while, which we talked about in the last episode, uh, but uh, this is still an interesting one because like we said, the Titans got that win even with Derrick Henry out, kind of padded that win total a little bit. But uh, really, I mean, I, I think in most people's you know opinion when you look at it here, if you look at where these two teams are at in the standings, um, you know, perhaps the AFC's best, although I think that's going to change <laughs> now with Derrick Henry out. Uh, versus uh, the NFC's best here, Rams uh, against the Titans. I'm obviously going to take the Rams. Uh, talked about that all year. I just think that they're, you know, they may be the best team I've seen thus far. And uh, seven and a half point favorites at home. Uh, again, that that spread's probably a little different if Derek Henry's playing.
0: Yeah, a little too high for me to pick them by any means as a lock. The, the Definitely the Titans. I believe they're better than what their DVOA ranking has them at 20th in the league. Um, I, I, you know, obviously they're at six and two. They've won a lot of close games, uh, and they've beaten some good teams lately. And I know some of them have uh, come down to the wire even against worse teams. Obviously they have that loss to the Jets, but I still think Tennessee. By the end of it, they're in a great place in their division. I just think, yeah, this is a tough one on Sunday Night Football coming against a rams team that you know they, it's not they're, they're not coming off uh you know short rest or anything but they've played three straight games against pretty subpar teams that they've been able to kind of cruise to wins against the defense is starting to uh you know in terms of their approach as a unit starting to find themselves a bit more thought they looked really good last week obviously now with von miller in there it's going to be really intriguing to see how they manipulate matchups what they do on passing downs and you know maybe with Derrick Henry, maybe still we'll see with Adrian Peterson, we'll see what uh, this rushing attack uh, for Tennessee can do, um, but if they get into third and longs, so I'm just that's where, you know, to keep your eye off the ball maybe look at the line of scrimmage, see what they do with Leonard Floyd, uh, Aaron Donald, and Von Miller and the different ways they're going to try to generate pressure. It could be a pretty interesting day there. I know the Titans have held up pretty well in the offensive line with some guys that i was not insanely confident about going into the year Um, but i think it's just a tough matchup tough matchup for their defense which has played pretty well opportunistic ball and if they can force some turnovers maybe they'll keep it closer but uh definitely picking the rams here to win this one hopefully it's a a good uh sunday night game for us though because like you said there's not a ton of not a ton of just great uh matchups uh this week especially with the aaron Rodgers news
1: yeah this is not a not one of the best weeks uh, in terms of uh, just matchups and you know potential options here i think you could i mean even though there's some pretty close point spreads i feel like it's because i mean we've kind of talked about it though too it's not necessarily just bad teams playing bad teams but it's like the afc you just you don't necessarily know what you're going to get from some yeah. of these top teams in the afc so it makes it a little bit harder you know, to figure out all right do our betting locks where we try to make you money and you know I've done a pretty good job of that this year, Dylan. Um, but this one I'm not as confident about. But uh, I'm gonna get I'm gonna take a shot at it here. Uh, the Bills beat the Dolphins by 15, and the Dolphins were pretty terrible. Now the Bills go on the road and play the Jags. Bills are 14 and a half point favorites in this one. I we always say it, we try to stay away from these uh, really double digit spreads. Period. But uh, for me, going two touchdown plus here. That's got to tell you what I think about the Jags, um, which I'm really just kind of going back to what I had last week with the Seahawks, who were three and a half point favorites at home against the Jags, and we saw that turned out. Uh, it was a completely one sided game. I, the, I just, there's no situation. I see, you know, the Jags being able to stop the Bills. I don't know how the Jags are going to score on the Bills. Yeah. So, therefore, uh, if you ask me if I think the Bills can get 15 points here, absolutely. So. Uh, this is a bald one with this high of a point total, and we usually don't go this route, but I think there's such a big difference between how good these two teams are.
0: I think, you know, it would be one of my secondary choices for sure. Um, it, it, like you said, if it was at 14 even, i just feel really good because I feel like they're going to win by two touchdowns at the very least. Uh, but, in term, yeah, this is like one of the biggest mat- mismatches in terms of DVOA, number one team in the league. And Buffalo and 30th and Jacksonville doesn't get much higher than that. Usually you might get a spread a little higher than this, um, maybe because the Bills have been a little sloppy on offense at certain times. Uh, recently that could be the reason for that, that it's not a little higher because, yeah, I don't think the Jaguars, Offense has been just hideous, and you know they're facing a much tougher defense in Seattle this week in Buffalo. The top DVOA defense, one of the top, if not the top, just overall defense with by traditional stats. So. I don't see a, a route to them putting up many points. And I think with, I think over the course of the game, maybe this will be one of the games where Josh Allen and that offense can get clicking again. Uh, it's drive to drive. They've had some solid drives, but just getting that consistency, I think by the end of it, they should win this game by 20 some odd points, but uh, you you know The scary thing about these kind of spreads is what happened to the Rams last week. It worked out for us when we made the picks um, for the Rams to have covered if we had picked that as a, a lock. But by the time the game started, it moved to 16.5. Their 38-point lead went all the way down to 16. So uh, I know s- probably some people had some pretty awful backdoor covers or maybe you uh, were the benef- uh, beneficiary of that. Um, but that's the one thing, I guess, like if Buffalo's up by so many points to take out their backups. But I still think Buffalo's backups probably uh, hold up pretty well against Jacksonville, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, should be an easy win for the Bills. We'll see if they can get that 14 and a half. Not my most confident pick, but um, you got to go out on a limb at some point. And uh, this is this is the highest one i picked this year. So I'll try to stay away from the double-digit ones. But there you go. Um, this is the other one that uh, I, you know, this is one-two for me uh, in terms of the betting locks. Uh, Broncos at the Cowboys. Cowboys, nine-and-a-half point favorites. Home against the Broncos. Um, yeah, I, again, you're telling me I... I get less than double digits for the Cowboys at home against the Broncos team that even against the Cowboys, I just don't see them scoring a whole lot. And uh, I know the Broncos defense at times, we've talked about it, but um, Dak seemingly going to be back. And uh, yeah, I just, I think the Cowboys cruise to a win here.
0: Yeah. I have it as my betting lock uh, contingent on Dak playing. I don't, you know, as much as I was on top of, Uh, the Cooper rush stuff uh, and and really enjoyed watching what he was able to do I don't know if I'd pick him as a lock here uh, to cover that spread I'll take whatever the Dallas is favored uh, by if that uh, moves with with him uh, with him being possibly sat but it sounds like Dak's going to play and yeah home also uh, you know Denver is a tough place to play even with their team sitting at four and four not having the best season this year overall they've still had a Pretty great home field advantage, it seemed like, against Washington last week. Obviously, this game's not in, in Denver, and I think Dallas getting some home cooking, so much momentum off of what they just did. Uh, we could go in Minnesota, and now possibly getting Dak back, and we know how electric that offense has been, uh, ranking as the third best offense in the league so far this season. Um, and De- yeah, so even with Denver's strengths that they have on their defense, I still just yeah, like I don't really see much from their offense so much this year. They, they've ranked, you know, decently well um, for where maybe in the middle of the pack where I thought they might be. Their defense just has not really held up as high. They're 25th in DVOA in defense. That is discouraging, even after uh, the performance against Washington. So, yeah, uh, I just by the end of it, I think Dallas' defense, as we've talked about, has really stepped up this year, being a top 10 unit, which is not something I could have expected through basically half of the season. Don't know where they'll end up finishing, but that kind of thing is. Uh, It makes a huge difference, and uh, I think they, at 9.5 right now, I would grab it like now because uh, I look, it's 9.5 on FanDuel, um, and some places it's 10, so get on that now. I'm I'm taking that 9.5, I'm betting on it now because it it might move a little bit higher up uh, when Dak becomes officially active for this one.
1: Yep, I could see that being the case as well because uh, the Cowboys are very good, and uh, yeah, if Dak's back, that is only going to uh, make them even better, so... Uh, there are betting locks now to our upsets of the week. Raiders at the Giants. Um, Raiders are three point favorites in this one. Uh, obviously a lot of um, stuff surrounding this particular game and uh, well leading into this game. Uh, the Henry Rugg situation, uh, no other way to put it, just, uh, just awful uh, on pretty much every level and I mean, you know, the Raiders are a team that, I mean, they're still, I mean, look out look look what they've done thus far. I mean, the record and um, they've won some games probably we didn't think they would win. But, you know, I was kind of impressed by the Giants, even though the mm-hmm. Chiefs did not look great in that Monday night game. I, I still think the Giants are a competent team if they could just get healthy and not have all these injuries. <laughs> um, I, I'll take a shot here. I don't I don't have a really good you know sort of hunch about this one or any anything but a a three-point road favorite for the Raiders here I mean again there's uh, I mean obviously you talk about distractions Uh, the Raiders have had uh, quite a few of those over the past several weeks Um, they were still managed to win that game after uh, Gruden was fired but um, this is just this is one of those where I don't know maybe the Giants get some sort of momentum Mm -hmm. out of that that Monday night loss Um, and for the Raiders you know getting back on the field here and, um, going cross country app. Just one of those, like Mm -hmm. we, we do sometimes when we make our upset picks, uh, just going to kind of go with this one and and see what happens with it.
0: Yeah. This is one that I considered too. Um, I I, I think that the gap between these teams isn't as far as their uh, records would indicate. And obviously you see that with the three point spread here, I'm picking the Raiders. I, yeah, obviously, as you mentioned with Henry Bruggs, such an awful situation, the details coming out today, even, uh worse than you, i could have even tried to imagine yesterday when all the news came out it's just awful stuff um how they deal with that in terms of i don't think in terms of what really is going to happen on the field so much as how the locker room deals with that we saw them come together after everything with john gruden but this is much different um with a guy on your uh, team that that a lot of it has been talked up a lot by a, a lot of his teammates previously and yeah, it's it's tough. Um, we'll, you know, uh, but at least in terms of this game itself, I mean, Vegas still doing some good things on offense. I wouldn't say they're, you know, they have not run the ball insanely well over the course of the year. Twenty fifth and run offense uh, per football outsiders. They've passed the ball pretty well, but the Giants' defense has come around a little bit well better. I don't know how much we credit them or the Chiefs still uh, finding their way uh, for what we just watched on on Monday night, um, and I think with what daniel jones and that offense can possibly do it's just they they have not run the ball insanely well they haven't had they haven't like put together drives some of the even some of the drives they had against kansas city's defense it's one of the worst in the league were uh, aided by kind of crazy plays and some penalties and different things so uh, that's partially why i'm still picking with the raiders i think the raiders defense has been fine which is better than i thought going into the year and um i think they'll get enough done on offense to find a way to win but now i like, uh, you know i think this is if you're going to have an upset pick i I agree with you. This is a pretty good one to go with. Uh, two teams that are, again, more uh, close to each other than I think the 5-2 and two and 2-6 two and six records would tell you.
1: Yeah, and there's really not a lot of others. Uh, I think when we go through these games, it's, it's mm-hmm. just kind of hard to, to find a lot of others, uh, really, when you look at it here. Um, all right, to yours, that sound you hear is everyone jumping <laughs> off the Chiefs Super Bowl bandwagon, including me. Um, as I said, when we made our predictions in the preseason, I reserved my right to change my pick. Well, I decided to... Change my Super Bowl pick right now, Dylan, and I am uh, changing it away from the Chiefs, and I'm going to go with uh, the Bucks. I'm going to switch it back to the Bucks here. So um, there, you <laughs> there you go. There is um, there's my shocking revelation. On the <laughs> by the way, if the Rams just destroy the Titans, I'll probably switch it to the Rams next week. There you go. Um, we're just changing week by week up until the Super Bowl. That's we'll just, just
0: edit go. it into these episodes. Uh, yeah. backdated backdate it. There you go. <laughs>
1: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a recording where I just say several team names, and uh, I would like uh, that to be edited into each podcast that I talk about Super Bowl picks. So, um, yes, the sound that you hear is everyone jumping off the Chiefs bandwagon because they did not look great in that win against the Giants. Barely squeaked by there. The Packers are on the road to play the Chiefs, who are seven-and-a-half point favorites in this one. Of course, we know why. That's because Aaron Rodgers will not play um, after testing positive for COVID, and so he is out, and um, that will bring in Jordan Love. But, even with Jordan Love, uh, this should be an interesting game. And, I mean, at this point, I don't feel confident about the Chiefs against anyone. Um, And, you know, you are playing a Packers team that, yes, Aaron Rodgers is a huge part of what they do. Uh, He's the driving force in pretty much everything they do. But they're still pretty talented in a lot of different positions. And um, so, you're going to go with this seven-and-a-half point spread here. Yeah. I mean, look, these these ones have paid off for you before uh, with Patriots, Chargers and and ones like that. So uh, we'll see if you get this one.
0: I just so, yeah, it's honestly, I mean, the the safer bet would just be for Green Bay to cover. I think that seven and a half is a little high for how uh, just the overall quality of where these teams are beyond the QB position. And obviously, I think Mahomes, as we've talked about and. The general consensus and I think it makes a lot of sense because of the greatness we've seen from him is that he'll figure it out over time but right now he's still not mentally locked in I thought live that when he threw the pick that got called back from the offsides that he knew he had a free play uh, after all the reviews and different things it didn't appear that was the case and uh, he's just not seeing certain things some throws were off in this game even more so um, against the Giants than in some of the previous games that he's had some still fluky things going against him but at the end of the day, I think it's it's for me it comes down to what we just saw from Green Bay. I think with the way that they're able to just dominate physically up front, the offensive line look great. A.J. Dillon gives them such a different element in the running game. I, I just see a, a path to them at least covering, and that's why I kind of just took the extra step to make them my upset here. Um, I Right now with – uh, ESPN's football power index—they only have it a 58% Chiefs win. That is very low for a seven and a half point spread. Um, I think Green Bay—it's just the balance that they have on offense for me—is the reason why I think that they'll be able to scheme up some things in the passing game that Jordan Love will be able to make, especially with getting those receivers back. Now things can change a little bit depending on if other players end up uh, joining the COVID list um, with Aaron, I and mean, he can't even obviously get the two uh, positive or negative tests. Uh, like a lot of players could to come back. So he's definitely out. But uh, at least some players, I guess that could be the case. That's the only thing for me that I'm a little hesitant on. But otherwise, I mean, I, I think it'll, this was a borderline. If Aaron was playing, definitely would have been one of our games of the week. Um, now I, I still think it's going to be a close game but one that I just don't know if the Chiefs are doing enough on offense for me to believe they're going to just uh, pull away from this one because I think their run defense is still abysmal. We didn't see the Giants take advantage of it. I think you could see the Packers take advantage of it and do the same kind of things that we saw them uh, do against uh, Kyler Murray to confuse a quarterback that's been playing much better this year. Um, they they looked, they've tackled really well. The coverages were great. They, Outside of a few great plays that DeAndre Hopkins made before he went down with uh, injuries, they largely played a, a fantastic game on that side of the ball and uh, I think we could see them be opportunistic in this one and unless the Chiefs really just bounce back insanely on offense I think it really will be a close game down to the wire
1: well let's get through our quick picks here I don't think the Jets at the Colts going to be the highest rated Thursday night game uh, <laughs> of the year not a lot really to probably get invested in on this one the Colts are 10 and a half point favorites uh, at home here yeah I mean obviously they're picking the Colts I just don't I think this could be ugly, and, uh, and just, yeah. I mean, these are just, I mean, I, I've said it. Like, the Jets are obviously not very good, but uh, the Colts, I think, are pretty average still um Mm -hmm. and yeah this 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 probably won't be a great game but
0: just did not consider this a lock for a second um i you know as much as indianapolis a team that they're at three and five but just still 10th in overall dvoa i don't know that that was a little skeptical for me i think their defense has been solid but i would not have anticipated it being fifth in the league and now they play this jets team coming off of that game against uh uh, Cincinnati defense that before that game had been ranking uh, much higher uh, than it is currently. Um, they, as we kind of talked about in the last episode, a lot of th- different things thrown underneath, but still some great th- throws that Mike White made. I don't know if I am going to anticipate him continuing that week to week, and and going into this one. Um, I just so the Colts are the pick, but like I, like I said, I just never considered it a lock because of what you know the Jets still were able to put up some points. I still could see them staying in the game. Uh, for a decent amount of it and i just don't really trust you know after some good great plays carson wins makes and then some awful ones if you if they turn the ball over maybe the jets will have a shot here so colts are the pick but uh hopefully just for the sake of watching it's just a close game because uh, otherwise yeah it could be this is more after we got that great packers cardinals thursday night game last week this is more on par with the brand of thursday night football jets colts middle of the season, two teams that are at this point, unless the Colts really dig themselves out of it, two teams that aren't uh, aren't really going a whole lot of anywhere right now.
1: Yeah, not not much uh, on those two. Well, these two teams having their own issues. Uh, Browns and the Bengals. Bengals are two and a half point favorites at home in this one. Of course, the Bengals coming off of that loss to the Jets. Meanwhile, the Browns uh, looked not great in that uh, loss to the Steelers. And now who knows what's going on with uh, OBJ. Uh, so uh i wouldn't go with the Bengals here like this is this is a tough call because i i don't trust either one of these teams at this point um you know i would have been a lot more trustworthy of the Bengals after that if they'd beaten the jets like they mm-hmm. should have beaten them yeah. uh but you know i i'll go with the Bengals because they're the home team here but uh, i can't say i have a lot of a lot of confidence in either one of these right
0: now no absolutely not cleveland just a really disappointing overall performance um Really felt like they had an opportunity there to win the game. Um, man, I, I don't know. This is a tough one. So Cincinnati really their defense dropped eight spots in DVOA. That does not happen in one week often. That's how bad the performance was. Even like I said, with with the Jets taking a lot of the underneath stuff, they did not tackle well. They did not execute well in the red zone. Different things we haven't seen from them. So it's just it's yeah. This is a you know a game that. two games last year I think especially the early season one between the Browns and Bengals last season was so much fun one that I was hoping to be anticipating but right now the Browns just aren't looking like themselves on offense and it's made me a little discouraged so I'm, I'm picking Cincinnati here I don't feel fantastic about it if this game was in Cleveland maybe I would switch but even then it's two teams that right now uh you know maybe at least for Cincinnati going into the year didn't have the expectation of necessarily being a playoff contender but here they are now they have those expectations at the moment Cleveland definitely more disappointing maybe a little more desperate in this one like you mentioned the Odell situation I don't it's it sounds like at the very least obviously he's not with the team this week and not practicing and probably not going to play but might be not even playing the rest of the year I, I they've been fine on offense without him so I don't not insanely worried about how that affects them on the field. And I think they do a good job with Stefanski of taking those external things and not letting them impact their play. But um, it's, yeah, it's a tough game. It's two teams that I think, you know, along with the Ravens are, have been moving in the right direction future wise. And, Though, um, you know, if you're looking at where these franchises are right now, you'd think Cleveland should be a bit ahead. They are still, despite their 4 and 4 record in that loss, they're still sixth in overall DVOA, which is giving me pause on this pick right now, uh, <laughs> given where Cincinnati is. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with Joe Burrow, figuring it out. Uh, the defense responding, and maybe Cleveland still having too many issues, especially in the, with, the, with the passing game on offense, uh, that ultimately Cincinnati finds a way to get the W here.
1: Yeah, it would be a big win for the Bengals after giving up that loss to the Jets. Well, if you were not thrilled with Jets and Colts on Thursday nights, well, at least it's not Texans at Dolphins. Um, (laughs) Dolphins, six and a half point favorites at home. And this, again, should tell you a whole lot. The Dolphins are six and a half point (laughs) favorites at home. Um, I mean, just think about that. Like, think about the records of these two teams. Yeah, And the Dolphins are almost a touchdown favorite um, here in this one. So... That probably tells you a lot about the Texans uh, and where they think stand there is, uh, you know, you've got one one 1-7 team uh, going up against another 1-7 team and uh, almost a touchdown favorite here for the Dolphins, which uh, I understand the Dolphins are the pick for me. um, But, boy, this this should be one of those games that we talked about just uh, being disappointed with the Dolphins. But, man, if you can't win this game, I don't know where you stand after that.
0: Yeah, it's uh, I guess maybe if Tyrod Taylor plays for the Texans and he's fully healthy, he looked pretty good in those first week and a half of the season. Obviously, it wasn't a long period of time, but that would be the only thing that would probably push me towards possibly picking them. Uh, but yeah, you have right here two of the, the bottom six teams in the league in terms of their ranking, and Miami better, but not by a ton. Um, it's really Houston's offense that you know there are certain things that Davis Mills did okay in his first couple of games there. That now I just against better defenses he's performed really awfully. Miami's defense has been one of the more disappointing units in the entire league, in my opinion. They also were a fantastic special teams team last year. Now they're ranking 29th. It's been just awful for them. Um, I, I I'm picking Miami just by default because I think Houston's just so far down and they've traded away. You know, guys that they you know, that some of the solid veterans they had. They, they as they smartly, in my opinion, they need to get some more draft capital. They, even if it's late rounds, so. Uh, those moves make sense. I know Brandon Cooks was not pleased with the Mark Ingham trade, and there's been some other guys that have not seemingly exactly been pumped with everything happening there. Um, so Miami's still, uh, even though they're 1-7, and seven, I feel like they should be a little better than that. So give them a little benefit of the doubt here. Give them the W, but no way and, and heck am I going to make this a, a lock, even though it feels like six and a half, It feels like they should win by a touchdown, but, man, I don't know. It's gonna be one that I, I don't know how much I'm gonna be paying attention to afterward. I'm probably not gonna be firing up the old uh, Redza, uh, sorry, uh, Game Pass to rewatch this one. Yeah,
1: there could be several. You get to you just take the weekend off on some of these. um <laughs> You don't have as many games to watch, maybe, uh, given the slate here. Falcons at the Saints. I don't know how good this game's gonna be um, Saints are six point favorites at home. Obviously, the Jameis injury. Changes things for the Saints. Um, you know, we talked about Calvin Ridley not being uh, available for the Falcons. I mean, these two usually play an interesting game. Uh, mm-hmm. Over the years, we've obviously seen a lot of interesting games here, but I just think you're, you're looking at different versions of these teams, uh, maybe than what we're used to here. And so I don't know how, what this game, I don't know how it's going to unfold. I mean, that's why I think you know, the Saints are six-point favorites here. But to be honest, like, would I be shocked if the Falcons came in and, won this game maybe not but i i still think the saints defense should be able to do enough for to help them get a win here
0: yeah absolutely i feel exactly the same way the defense has just been one of the best units in the league um they've been absolutely dominant it's the reason that new orleans is sitting at five and two it's the reason they're ranking seventh in overall uh dvoa at this point in the season and yeah atlanta's flashed certain things and um at certain points is uh, put up some uh, looked okay on offense but usually against pretty bad defenses uh, I didn't I just you know, I picked up the Saints in one of I, don't, I forget if it was our clutch points league or the other one I picked up the Saints defense because even against the Falcons offense with some of the talent they have uh i just don't trust it i you they, you saw what they were able to do against carolina not much and i think the saints have a better defense than carolina so it's really about that side of the ball and, and trusting sean payton to do enough to figure it out um on the other side by the end of it atlanta by the way ranking last in overall DVOA behind jacksonville behind houston behind detroit behind the jets mm-hmm. so uh you know take you take what you will from that but uh, I think they're probably in my mind better than than uh, those teams that would pick them to beat them but uh, against the Saints no way and maybe maybe a game that I should have reevaluated as a betting lock it's just the quarterback stuff that it uh, uh, still gets me um, and even if the Saints want to pound the rock all game and and they should be able to uh, fine um, I just uh, I just wish you know Saints would be really scary if they had uh, you know uh I don't even know what level of quarterback they would have to have. Jameis still, honestly, at this point. I'd feel pretty pretty good about their chances um, to cover this if he was yeah. playing.
1: Yeah, we'll see what happens in this one. Uh, you never know in these divisional games. We talk about mm-hmm. that a lot. They're, it's some weird close games in some of these uh, divisional ones. We'll see if this is one of them. Patriots at the Panthers. Um, Patriots three-and-a-half point favorites on the road in this one. I think, obviously, our, our tune has changed on the Panthers. Um, confidence out the window. Patriots, meanwhile, starting to, to play a lot better. And um, I think that that makes them a, a pretty easy choice for me. Or I never even really thought twice about this. Although, I mean, Christian McCaffrey's return certainly impacts the Panthers a little bit maybe yes. there. But, yeah, still think the Patriots are the better team. So.
0: Yeah, I I agree with that. And Carolina's just, they have not looked fantastic on offense. Um, it's just a tough match. Anyone t- matching up against New England's defense right now is going to have a tough time. That I know that even the week before that, Justin Herbert had struggled, but or the, before their bye, well, with the Chargers. But man, they that unit for New England is firing up uh, the pass rush, they looking confusing, offering confusing looks, and limiting team from really getting too many drives going. And I just Carolina's offense right now has been. Uh, brutal and like you said yeah they get McC- getting McCaffrey back we'll see how you know if they're really willing to throw him back in at the same level as we're used to seeing his usage overall probably not something that should be done I know Carolina is very much in play for uh, the wild card burst and the NFC and need to get all the wins they can but I don't know I I just feel like that maybe not pushing him against the New England team is probably the best route and we've seen Uh, in certain opportunities that Mac Jones has had against tougher defenses. Him play fairly well. Uh, Not that he played a perfect game. They don't score that many points in their loss to Tampa, but thought he played fine in that one. Thought he played pretty well against a Dallas defense that has played uh, great against everyone this year, so... Uh, tough matchup there, but I think he's managed a lot of games well and they, and they run the ball very well. Something that Carolina, you know, previously were, were uh, one of the worst run defenses in the league. They're not the worst anymore, but still only 19th. Um, so Damian Harris, fantasy owners like myself in one of my leagues, feeling okay about uh, New England in this one. And I, I think the Patriots, yeah, just the better team at this point. Uh, that's why they're the pick.
1: Well, here's another one. Vikings at the Ravens. The Ravens are six-point favorites at home here. I mean, I don't know how you trust the Vikings after losing uh, to the Cowboys without Dak, so uh, that makes it pretty self-explanatory on why the Ravens are in this spot. I, I'm picking the Ravens here. I, I you, We we talked about it all year long. I, just, I go up and down on the Vikings. You just don't really know what you're going to get. Sometimes you feel like they sh- certain games, they have a chance to win, they lose. Um, sure, I mean, they've got the talent to be able to win this game, but um, yeah, I just don't, I don't think you're picking against the Ravens in this spot.
0: No, I see the Ravens coming out with out of this bye with a lot of fire. I don't think this is like the Urban Meyer Jags where they looked like they've been playing five straight days coming out of a bye. I think John Harbaugh is going to have the team completely ready to go. They lost last game was obviously that blowout loss to the Bengals. I think they come out firing here in Minnesota, a team that just man. They were like like we talked about on Monday. They could not, I don't know what was going They just were not throwing the ball down the field, not being able to protect Kirk Cousins, different things that weren't working. The run game wasn't even fantastic. We saw how Baltimore just bodied the Chargers offense. And uh, on the flip side, I just, I really do think Lamar, he's been playing just spectacularly this season. He's been throwing the ball amazingly. And I don't really trust Minnesota's defense uh, as much as, you know, they've, as much as they're still ranking as one of the better. Uh, overall defenses and DVOA but they're 20th against the run and uh, <laughs> that's not exactly where you want to be against this Ravens team um, I, I, I just think Baltimore at this point yeah definitely trust them better even if they're even if at their uh, at, at their five and two record they've kind of had some shakier wins um, I, and Minnesota has kind of been off and on I just think Baltimore at home it has to be the pick here
1: yep I agree on that uh, Chargers at the Eagles Chargers one-and-a-half-point favorites on the road uh, here in Philadelphia. This is a tough one um, because I'm starting to adopt your stance on the Chargers, I think, where whereas I was a lot more confident with them earlier in the season. But now I'm thinking, all right, do we trust them? I think in the game against the Patriots, you kind of wonder a little bit. And, um, you know, I just... I don't know. I, I'm going to go with the Eagles here. I, I know that's kind of maybe overreacting to the Eagles, just destroying the Lions, who are bad. <laughs> uh, but, and maybe I'm on an NFC East kick here, since I did pick the Giants to beat the Raiders, too. So, um not really sure what's up with that. But um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, this just I think Jalen Hurts is the difference. Like, I think he can mm-hmm. he can obviously do things that a lot of other quarterbacks cannot do. And I think he can make a couple plays here. And and maybe give the eagles a chance to win this one i just my trust in the chargers is going in reverse and obviously i'm not the only one that probably thinks that at this point uh but uh, yeah i mean like we said there's some of these games you know you're just going to get interesting results and, and i think that's going to be the case here i'll, I'll go with the eagles to, to pick off the chargers
0: yeah this is more of a hunch thing for me because if i was just looking at the numbers and what i'm feeling with the way yeah i'm not trying to make too much of what the eagles just did to the uh, to the Lions, but I, I do really believe they're kind of a tough matchup here just because of what the Chargers' defense does well. It's defend the pass. They are the worst run defense in the league so far, and the Eagles just ran all over Detroit, and I think they're going to use a similar game plan, whether it be Hurts or any of their three running backs that we saw uh, get plenty of carries last week. Uh, it makes it tough for fantasy owners, but I still would probably play some of those guys if I, if I was put in a pinch with bye weeks because the Chargers have been just – terrible defending the run week after week. And even when they dedicate the resources there, it just has not worked. I thought they might, Yeah, obviously not a lot of movement at all at the trade deadline, or otherwise we would have talked a bit more about that in this episode. Um, But I thought, I was really hopeful they'd try to get uh, some sort of run stopper in the middle of that defense. It did not happen. And now I just see uh, a matchup where Philadelphia could dictate that. But I just the Chargers, right when I feel like they're jumping off. I just I still think about what Herbert can do, what I believe he'll be able to bounce back and do. He had just back to back really bad games, and on a, you know they really could have still beaten New England a week ago despite some of the the flaws in his performance. So. I don't know. It's I'm picking the Chargers as a more of a thinking they're gonna get on track and find a way to get some wins here, um, back in their on their side. It's just uh, man, it's it's a t- it's a that that side of the ball is yeah, is concerning for me for what Philadelphia might be able to do offensively, putting Herbert in a tough spot where they still haven't really you know gotten to, to a lot of third and manageables like they've uh, as they hope to do out of their bye week. Uh, they're still running the ball pretty well, though, so maybe that will tend to to help them against a, a Philly defense that also kind of hasn't really been great against the run this season.
1: Cardinals at the 49ers should be a decent game. Uh, Cardinals one-point favorites on the road in San Francisco. Uh, yeah, I think this could be fun. Uh, maybe, you know, kind of in the running for that maybe second-best game of the week yeah. uh, in that category. I don't think there's any doubt about that. And. I mean, these are, you know, we talked about it, the NFC West, and obviously the Russell Wilson injuries hurt the Seahawks a little bit, but you know what kind of games you're going to get uh, with these teams, and um, I mean, I'm going to stick with the Cardinals here, but, yeah. you know, I think the Niners are in a position to certainly win this game, and um, this, yeah, this this should be a good one.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. It should honestly could have been kind of a game of the week, maybe because the Niners' record being where it is doesn't make it stick out as much, but. There's a reason it's a one point spread. I think at some places it's, or at least initially, I saw one place that had a even. I think the Cardinals are definitely should be favored and probably buy a bit more. I almost wanted to make this a lock because I just, I really feel like they're the better team at this point. But Arizona, or, uh, but the 49ers have, you know, for a team that's sitting there, at three and four, they have to feel decent about their playoff chances because no one's really stuck stood out to get that last spot. They're ranking ninth in DVOA. The whole NFC West, for all the things made about how Seattle and San Francisco, and there's this gap between Arizona and the, and the Rams and between those two teams, all four of them are in the top 12 in DVOA. That is ridiculous uh, <laughs> with how the strength of this collective division. I can't wait for that Rams, a or Monday night game coming up, but this one first. It uh, should be good. that Arizona always plays San Francisco tough, though. Even when Arizona was down kind of the last two years, they they picked up some wins against the Niners. Um, and I think Arizona's defense is just really, really good still. I, I still think they're going to be fine. They They lost... Obviously, J.J. Watt, and we'll see how that impacts them. Over the course of the year, they were missing some other guys that I believe will be back on, along their defensive line, uh, some of their be- better run stoppers. So we'll see if that helps because, uh, obviously, we know of San Francisco. We know Kyle Shanahan's going to want to th- run the ball. Um, they, they passed it pretty well in this last game, but they're still one of the best run offenses in the league. Um, it, you, it would make sense for them to try to, to use the same kind of game plan and, and certain elements, at least, of what Green Bay did to just run some mouth football and run right through Arizona's defense if they can. Um, I don't know if that will work for the whole game. And at the end of the day, uh, San Francisco's defense just still hasn't been the, the dominant unit we've been hoping. They haven't defended the pass insanely well. Uh, it's obviously some really athletic plays by Justin Fields last week. Uh, but still, uh, San Francisco on that side, I, I just don't think um, that Kyler's going to have back-to-back bad weeks of the way, way he's gone. So picking the, the Cardinals here in a game that, yeah, should be just like all these NFC West games, should be pretty fun
1: well Bears Steelers this could feel like an old um defensive matchup here maybe uh in terms of a score line uh Steelers are six and a half point favorites at home in this one like that's what I expect from this game like I think it's gonna I can't imagine this turning into a shootout um with these two teams and these two offenses right now um so I yeah I think the Steelers are the pick but this is an interesting spot for the bears because again, you're going up against a team. That's really not like the Steelers are not an overwhelming offensive team. So if you're Justin Fields and you can make a couple plays and, you know, kind of find some holes in the Mm -hmm. defense bears got a shot here. Um, But, uh, you know, again, it's, it's situation (laughs) and uh, circumstances. And I just think the Steelers being the home team, uh, you know, primetime game, I just have a lot more. Confidence in them probably winning this one.
0: Yeah, I, I trust w- the direction they're going, even if their offense is still not the best. I, I, they've looked a little better as the years gone on. I think their offense aligned uh that looked terrible early in the season has improved as the, as the year's gone on especially running the football um uh, beyond what I you know they're still not I will not put the <laughs> pick them in a, in a lot of games against a lot of better teams but I think their defense has also taken strides and it's just it's the state of where Chicago's offense is at this point it, they got bailed out on those two two of the touchdowns that that Justin Fields was able to to basically manufacture on his own otherwise their offense has been just so bad even with him and it's not really his fault as we've gone to with the, the offensive line just in shambles uh they were not really they, any injuries were going to be a problem for them they, they have those and man it's it's been really tough on that side and for all the things that you know Chicago's defense can still do they're still not you know performing as as high as like we kind of talked about if we wanted them to be a playoff contender this year they're only kind of middle of the pack group on that side so Steelers are the pick I don't know about that spread I have no idea it's just like you said it could be kind of an uglier game I just think the the Steelers uh, are also feeling pretty good about that last uh W last week and I think, you know, at four and three, feeling like they're definitely in the AFC where it's wide open. They're feeling pretty good about themselves and know that if they take care of business here, they set themselves up well to, to still make a playoff run.
1: Yep, we'll see. Um, Sears got a big win last week. Um, obviously winning down on the road in Cleveland was, was huge, yeah, sure. and now see if they can uh, get that momentum continuing here against the Bears. Well, there are picks for week nine in the NFL season, and, of course, we'll have it all covered. Over at Clutch Points, uh, Dylan, all sorts of stuff uh, heading into Week 9 action, and the NBA's going on as well. And I assume, Dylan, that there's uh, a little coverage also after um, (laughs) the World Series, which uh, was won by the Atlanta Braves, uh, in case you you were not aware of that. Uh, The Braves did win the World Series uh, for the first time since 1995, so... I assume there's some of that over there as well. But.
0: Yes, absolutely. Coverage of the Braves still will we'll have coverage of their when they have their parade and all that good stuff. clutch points in the mlb section no more games to follow for baseball but of course yes you can follow all the nfl games all the nba games in the clutch points app for our coverage of the the games uh, you can go in that nfl section there also go to our website at clutchpoints.com nfl section at the top of the page we'll have we have betting uh predictions for every single game breakdowns uh odds wise for every matchup as well as just Uh, more general uh, predictions and previews for every single team that has a game this weekend. Some stuff still on the trade deadline, mostly about teams that made mistakes in terms of not fulfilling needs that you can read about. And for our fantasy football content, click on that in the the top uh, tab. And uh, there's plenty of stuff about who you should start and sit based on matchups, guys you can pick up now before uh, bye weeks Uh, next week. It's crazy how long some of these bye weeks it it goes all the way up to the playoffs for most uh, leagues, I believe. So, Uh, Still a lot of decisions to be made, especially with if you have Aaron Rodgers, your quarterback now uh, scrambling to try to pick up someone based on a matchup probably at this point.
1: Yeah. Be sure to check all that out over clutch points, all the stuff you need uh, heading into uh, not just uh, this weekend in the NFL, like Dylan said, fantasy stuff as well Uh, getting into an important time in fantasy football. Um, You've got to start to make your moves here because um, otherwise you're going to be me sitting here at, 500 and four, and 4 on the year and um, wondering how you're even 4-4 four four at this point. Uh, or you could be Dylan sitting near the top of the league and uh, feeling pretty good about yourself right now. So, uh, check everything out over Clutch Points and be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, any podcast after you search for Establish the Fast. And uh, thank you as always for listening to the podcast and uh, we'll talk to you next time here on Establish the Fast Podcast.